הנה הרי זה לפקח עצמו, יש שתיים הנה שקופץ את שיחי סלאי. האחת שהסבירנו מה הטוב האמיתי שילכו באדם והיה אמיתי שם ממנו. So we try to be מבואר what is exactly the Amchal mean when he says that you have to seek a toy of Amiti, choose a toy of Amiti, and flee from her Amiti. Um, our starting point was that it's quite easy to, easy to define. Every person has to make a choice as to where his own area of test lies, he, wh- where does he feel, his, how far can he push himself, and there, there, there's a spectrum. There's a, there's, a, there's a variety of different ways that a person can, um, that he can do things. De- de- depends on his own personal, personal nature. For example, if a person is, a, is someone who needs 10 hours sleep a night, so for that person to try to exist on 4 hours because of mitzvah's Talmud Torah, so that would not be a Torah because that would be destructive because he doesn't have the physical capacity to stand up to that. So for him, Hatoyev Amiti would be to learn, let's say, Lefi, his Koychaz HaNefesh. Koychaz HaGuf, Koychaz HaNefesh. So really people are very different. And therefore, there's no, there's no monolithic application of every halacha. So our starting point was that the, the de- defining of what, I, what is my ultimate success and failure is dependent on the right arrangement of the halachic requirements in order for me, in other words, I look up the halacha, and then once I've defined what Allah requires of me and I factor into that who I am as a person, then I can come to the conclusion of what our Toiva Amiti is. Correct? Correct? However, we modify that by saying that when the Ramchal begins his Akdama, he says that Shmir Salacha is only one of five things the Rebbein Shalom wants from us. So to say maybe it's 20% of what's expected of us, who knows how much each thing weighs. So it's hard to say percentages. But what's certainly true is that the limud halacha, the role that limud that shmiras halacha, limud halacha, the kiyum halacha plays, is it provides us with the framework within to, with, wherein with to function. How do I know what the, how do I know what my day should look like? How do I know what the tzuras adover should be? How should it look like? You know what kind of things should I put around on? So these are halachas of tefillin. What kind of things should I wear in my my outer comforts? These are halachas of tzitzis. Tells me the tzura. But the Tzura Sadova isn't the, the end point, it's the starting point. Because on that, so now you've done the Vishasa Tzitzis and you've said the Brocha with the right format, with the right Nusach, and your Tzitzis are Niputz Nishma, Gavaldic, relocated at the right distance from the corner of the Begid. You've done everything correctly. And that's where it stops. Now you've reached the height of mitzvahs. No, no, no. Now you've done the starting point. Now, investing in the mitzvah, you have to have the Ava, and you have to have the Yira, and you have to have the Shleimus Halev, and you have to have the Tikkun Amidus. So putting on tzitzis, putting on tzitzis when you're keeping all the lochas is great. That's what you have to do. But now you have to have the Ava. So how, you, how, how is it the Ava expressed in your mitzvah tzitzis? How is the Yira expressed? So the Ava is this, this cheshek and this hispashtus ha-nefesh and the, and the year is this roimus akel and the shleimus alev is that you're completely present in the moment and you also are doing it for the right reasons so all those things when they put into the put into the to the mitzvah create a whole new ball game because now so, so now beforehand I could measure that listen the hue of tzitzis is this 
I'm a person that, for example, I don't have money to spend on Nipotishma because I, I get a, this, this is my income. So for me, the Torah Bamit is to buy something which is not Nipotishma. I'll be so Mechon and may kill him. Right? Gavaldic. So then I think, now I've reached my Torah Miti. No, you haven't reached your Torah Miti. You've only reached your Torah Miti in the format. But what's your Torah Miti in Av or Yir or Shleim or to Kalamidus? So now it becomes much more difficult. Because if Bishleimah, that the Torah Miti is measured by things which can, which can be nimdad, which are measurable. So I can say, listen, I know that I'm not keeping Mrs. Tzitzis if my Tzitzis aren't the way they, they, they are prescribed by Locha. But if the Torah Miti involves in it, how much Ava should I have as a person from where I'm coming? How much Yira should I have? How much Shemus Aleph should I have that's also dependent on the limitations of my Koichas? The problem is, those things aren't measurable. So how do, I do, how do I evaluate if I've succeeded or failed? Are you following me in the complexity of the sugya? Meaning, if I say a Torah Miti is that I should follow the Locha Bedictu Kavaldik. So then I know exactly what to do and I know where the Locha lies. But if the Torah Miti means I have to have this amount of Ava, how much amount of Ava? How do you measure Ava? You have to feel this, this, feel what? And you have to have this amount of Yira. So now when I look back and I say, okay, was I Makai the Torah Miti or not? I felt Ava, my Ava was on uh, 15, it should have been on 20. Do you understand the problem? Do you understand the problem? It's a problem. How do you, how do you, how, how do you define a Toiva Miti that you have and how do you then evaluate if you achieved it or not? For me, that's a Gishmaka problem. If I'd like, if you like, I, I want to just make it slightly worse. Vishushchem. I always thought, and this bothered me, that the Eisek HaTorah was the, the Hatzlocha of Limad HaTorah, the ultimate Hatzlocha would be when a person had such an advanced Seichel that he'd have the Koychus HaSeichel to be Mamik at Oymkosh Davar, and through his Gavaldika Koyach HaSeichel he'd have access to the Soydus HaTorah. In other words, I understood that the place where Torah is learned primarily is in the Seichel. And it could be that I'm 100% wrong, but it's definitely not absolutely true. Think about it this way. We say we're saying Chalkeni Besorah Seichel. So, okay, there's different Pshatim, but certainly one of the Pshatim saying Chalkeni Besorah Seichel is I have a Chalik in Torah. Correct? I have a chedek in Torah. Well, you have a chedek in Torah? Let me ask a question. If Torah would be mathematics, is there a person that has a chedek in mathematics? A chedek in mathematics means there's something that I can be mechadesh that no one else in the world can be mechadesh. Now, if you're dealing with a science which is an absolute geometry, so once you say a chidush, you haven't said a chidush which is specific to you, there's a system that's in place, and every single person when using the system, we'll always come to the same conclusions. There's no room for machlaikas. No room for machlaikas. I hold that a 90 degree triangle should be 85. Ah. It's rubbish. Can't do that. Because these are measurable things. And in the world of quantities, so there's no such thing as a machlaikas because it's, 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 it's a kind of word. Yes. Correct? So now therefore, the very fact that there's such a thing as machlaikas Pause the way for the fact that Torah is not located only in Asechel. Couldn't be, because it could be no Machlaikas. 
because Seichel is an absolute. So then ultimately when the Tzadim would be raised, everyone would say, oh, okay, I understand. So Beit Shammah would say, oh, Taka, Svarazabas, he's, he's Petur, what was I thinking? Beit Shammah, or, or the other way around, I don't know how it works. But you see that there's a Machlokas. What does Machlokas mean? What does Machlokas mean? So this is what the Ramban says in his Akdama. His Akdama to, to, to Melchamas Hashem, the Ramban says, that how does how does Tershabal pay work? How does it work? Why why bichlal is there such a thing as machlokes? If I ask any of you here, how many people are in the room? Would there be two days? No, you'll just count and you. In other words, when we say machlokes in Matthias, we say that's not a machlokes. That's a chisar idea. A machlokes means that there's two tzadim. What does it mean that there's two tzadim? It means as follows: that there are a certain amount of givens. And there are a certain amount of things which are not, not available for discussion. They're not, they're, not, they're not visible. And we have to figure out how to deal with the missing pieces. That was completely abstract. I'll make it more concrete. Uh, concrete. Imagine you've been given a puzzle. I'm going to give you a puzzle. I'm going to give you a puzzle. Okay. You want a puzzle? Okay. Now, I'm going to give you a puzzle. The problem with this puzzle is, the problem with this puzzle is it's missing some pieces. Other of the pieces can fit into many different pl- places in the puzzle. They, they, they've got shapes which can be fit into many different places. And as a result, with the given amount of puzzle pieces you have, different people will arrange different pictures which all make sense, all have missing pieces, but all look like something. So one person takes the, the, the pieces of the puzzle in different colors and he goes, Look, this puzzle is a bear. And there's a picture of a bear. True, the, the, the parts that you're missing, it's like mamish, mamish a bear, but yeah, I can see it, it's a bear. And I give the, 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 the puzzle to, to someone else, and he says, bear, he says, this is a computer. This is a computer, look, and he just arranges the pieces until you get this nice geometric shape with a few pieces missing. He says, right now, it's a computer. And then I, I give the puzzle to, to someone else, and he says, what do you mean? He says, this is a building. And each person takes all the pieces and they arrange them. And all the arrangement make a picture. They make it, they create a picture. And each picture is something missing. And they all choose to make the, the, the decide how to... Now, that's called a machlokes rishonim, or machlokes amoroim. The Gemara says one thing. The problem is there are too many pieces missing. So it could be that you could learn that when Robert says this, he means this. Or it could be where you could learn that when Robert says this, he means that. What do you do? So it's Ki'ilu, there's a piece, and there's a missing space in between, and then there's another piece, and you have to explain why those two pieces are connected. Le Marshal, the Gemara says, Bav Metziah, Amar Rabbah, Mipnei Ma'am Etoyah, Moedim Mixes Etayin Yishava, Chazoka, En Odomayz Ponid, Bifnei Baal Choyifoy. So now, what does the Gemara say? Well, the problem is, it's, it's, it's ambiguous, it could be. I'm a rabbi. Why does the Torah say Torah The reason why the Torah said that you should make a shavuah is because there's a chazaka in other maze. Maybe. Or perhaps it's like this. I'm a rabbi. Since there's a chazaka that an Adam is not made upon him, so why did the Torah put a shavuah in Maybe Mixus? Two Mahalchim. Both work. So how you machria between them? So the the way you machria can be explained 
with something else. What we've been saying until now essentially is, is Ravalbi points it out in, in Chedek Base that there's two types of knowledge. I'm using these words because they make sense to me in English. He doesn't use them. One's called analytical knowledge and one's called evaluative knowledge. Analytical knowledge means the facts are given. How high is this room? I can measure it. How many stenders are there? I can count them. How many benches? How many people? Those are all facts. The facts can be analyzed and dealt with. Then there's another type of knowledge called evaluative knowledge. How do you feel? Is this room big or is this room small? It's a big room? What do you feel? Catch big room? Okay. Do you feel it's a big room? No, it's quite small. So who's right? Who's right? Well, no one's right because big and small are relative concepts. Do you feel this room is cozy? Cozy room? Show some passion. Jay, is this a cozy room? It's a cozy room. It's warm and it feels... What do you mean this room? It's cold and sterile. Cozy? What are those? That's called evaluative knowledge. It's my experience of the situation. Now, where does that knowledge come from? That evaluative knowledge? Does it come from my seichel? Can't, because seichel doesn't measure things like that. It comes from my midas, called my lave. So, is it wrong? Oh, it's wrong. No, it can't be wrong. And I explained to you why. Yisrael, Rosh Hashanah, In other words, each year has got his own chalik in the Torah. What does that mean? That means, I have a way of seeing the Torah that no one else can see. Well, if I can see and no one else can see it, it must be that it's not objective. Because if it's objective, so then everyone has as equal a chance to get that as I did. If it's 1 plus 1 equals 2, so maybe that I teach you the mathematical addition, but it means that it's, it's, it's completely universal. If we say that there's such a thing as a person having a chalik in Torah, it means that the way I get Torah, in the true sense, is not through my seichel, it's through my lev. Through my medis. Now, if you understand it that way, so then the whole old argument of how can you machlokes? Isn't the MS? What every machlokes is a mistake because Eilu ve'Eilu diver lekemchaim. What does it mean Eilu ve'Eilu diver lekemchaim? Machlokes beisham beisilo. What's pshat? Tell what the pshat is. Beisham beisilo had very different midas. The marshal beishamai's midas was midas adin, and beisilo's midas was midas achesed. So when Beishamai learned his chalik in Torah, he was Megale the Din in Torah. And when Beishilah learned, he was Megale the Chesed in Torah. Which one is right? Neither. This is Din and this is Emet. This is Chesed. Where does Din and Chesed come from? doesn't come from here. comes from here. So a person's chalik in Torah is Dafka Meyuchet to his Midas, not his Seichel. Because in Seichel everyone agrees to everything. There's no machlokes. Just examine the facts. In Torah, it's not about the objective fact. It's how to process those facts. Just like the processing of Torah has to be meyuchet to me as a person, and I'm going to see something that there's no one in the world that can see this, because I'm the person who has this particular compass of the midas that no one else in the world has, and therefore I have a chalik in Torah. Where does the chalik in Torah lie? It lies in the person I am on a laivdika level. Not the person I am in my seichel. What happens if I'm not Megale that Torah? It means that, that there's a part of Torah that lacks from the world. It got lost. 
So this, this is this is this is this is a completely new way of shaykhs to Torah. But not only in Torah, it means in Metzias as well. In this room, we're all sitting out together, and every single one of us is having a different experience. So who's having the right experience? So our Taina, the guys who are falling asleep, they are not having the right experience. So we can do the process of elimination. Who's not having the right experience? And then we left with one person, so he must be the one. <laughs> Who's having the right experience? What do you mean, the right experience? You processing it at Dev in this way, and Shabbat, you processing in that way. So who's right? Terry says, no, no one's right. There's different ponium. There's different ways of processing reality. So now, what, so, 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 what, what am I saying? Am I saying that whatever my reaction is to a given situation is MS? That sounds like ridiculous. And of course that's ridiculous. That means if, for example, I'm a person that as a child, my first grade teacher used to call me um, uh, Shalom the Shlopper. And as a result of that, I always feel like I'm untidy, so I always tuck in my shirt. So when I see a person who's a Shlopper, I say, wow, that guy's disgusting. So th- because that's Muyukha to me, therefore it's MS? No, that's Sheker. So therefore, the, rather what it means is that of course we all see things subjectively. And everything, but there's two levels of subjectivity. Subjectivity. There's a subjective, subjective perspective of a given experience, which is MS, and there's a subjective experience which is sheker. There's a subjective experience of a situation which is mushrash in something which has a makor in kedusha, and there's an experience of a of 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 an event which is mushrash in tuma. For example. For example, you have two people going to a shul. One person walks to a shul and he goes, wow, he says, that was a gewaltig intruder. And the other one walks to a shul and he says, gosh, that was good. Now, the person, the person now we think, you know, the person they say was God, let's say he was, his, obje- his subjective experience of the Twitter was Mushrash in Midas Avas Hashem. So his Avas Hashem dealt with the set variables in a way that he came out with his alus in his thriller. And the other person, let's say, his reaction was mushrash in atzlus. They were just so long and boring. And therefore, his atzlus gave him that evaluation. So now, what's, where does the Nisoyan lie? The Nisoyan lies in having the correct <laughs> subjective experience of the given situation. So this is a completely different take of what Hatoi Vamiti means. Hatoi Vamiti means that in the given situation, there's a response which is meyuched to me, behechrech. And there's no one else that can respond to this situation in this way and see what I see in it. I'm not saying that every situation is necessarily so. There are, of course, global responses. There are midas which all of Klal Yisrael share. And there's things in the Gemara which are not machlokes. Really, things are not shonib machlokes. Because there's a global way of Klal Yisrael processing the reality. But, my taklis, the reason why I was put into the world, the reason why you were put into the world, is to be megale that that helicopter that no one else can see. In other words, it comes out that the avoidance of Adam is to find the Tzad Kedusha inside of himself. And only through that Tzad Kedusha can he connect to something as Torah. You can't connect to Torah to your Seichel. 
I'm not saying that you can't use your seichel as a way of getting strength. You need to use your seichel. The starting point is seichel. But once the seichel stops, that's when the you begins. Which means that our entire life is based on a specifically individual approach to a given situation. Because since each of us, uh, this was a question which always, always bothered me. It's so boring. And this bothered me for, for literally has bothered me for years. It's so boring that everyone lives in their own mitzvahs. It's clear. Because we do process things very different, differently. And I always wanted to find, but where's, where, where does MS lie? What's the right way to do it? So the territory is, MS lies in your own individual experience, provided, provided that that individual experience has a macore in MS. MS doesn't mean the same. MS means there's a macore to what you're experiencing, something real. MS is much more accurately translated as reality than truth. So if my midas are the most real part of who I am, my midas are better than who I am. The person is his slave. His seichel is lamalim in Adam. His guf is lamatim in Adam. So where's the Adam? Yeah, where the Adam is. The machshava is lamalim in Adam. The maisim are lamatim in Adam. The machshava, that's where the melachim are. The maisim, that's where the behemoths are. Where am I? In my dibur. It's the ikatsuras Adam. What the dibur is, the dibur is the ability to be megale venista. Since the whole tachlis briasa Adam is to be megale his chelek in this world, and since the briasa Adam, an Adam is erech memalala, his truth Adam is nisgale through his dibur. So what dibur does is what we have to do. What dibur does is it takes something which is hidden and makes it revealed. What we have to do is take something which is hidden and make it revealed. What's the hidden thing that we have to make revealed? My own personal perception of the given situation, which sees something that no one else can see, and that thing I see is the Ratzin Hashem, is the Mekoremis. To make it less abstract, you see a person, and he's in the lunchroom, and he does... He does, uh, he does something which is, which is one of the Gimel Chamurais. He steals your schnitzel. Now, the oinish for that is skila. It's much like a skila strafer, which is more chamur. And you see him doing that. Now, there's, there's, there's two ways of seeing it. If you see that through your Midas Rois, so then you see a person, and you'll, you'll be Megale through your Dibur to someone else. Do you see that? Selfish Baltaiva. He came to our table, he pushed it, he said, What are mushchas? What are mushchas here, mushchasim? So, what you're doing is, you're megale with your mitzvahs, a shoy shara in him, which is connected to the Rasmashem. Alternatively, what happens is you see your friend, and your friend is sitting next to you. You see that he, you can actually see his blood pressure rising, like you see his face, and you actually see it going, you see the red moving up, like one of those gauges, like a thermometer. And you say it gets to here, and then it gets to your lips, and then it rises up, and you say, right, oh, so you want to put him at ease, and you say, do you know what? You see that guy over there, right? See this? That guy, I've seen him. He's he comes from, he's just actually been, he's just come to Yeshiva now. He's been, I'm just saying, I'm not saying this is true, don't have to worry. 
he's just he's a Bachelor and he only got out of prison a year and a half ago and the truth is like he used to take schnitzels which were not only up there for the crabs but <laughs> were in other people's mouths isn't it amazing how the guys grow Gavaldic, look at him what about Maya? the marshal the point is let's say if that would be true and you could be Megala that side so then then they would completely shift the entire nature of what the world would be as a result of that how people would respond to it and it could be that let's say my example is an accurate one because it would have to be something that you saw that was hard for anyone else to see Dafka through your combination of medicine and your perception and your knowledge so I think that that, that changes again the parameters of the importance of Atreva Amiti for Amiti. That Amiti means mine, because that's the MS. And anything else in that, it may be a collective MS, but it's not my reality. And since the Tachisa Adam is to say, meaning that my Chelek in the world is something that no one else has a Shaykhis to, only I have a Shaykhis to it, which means that my Chelek to the world rests in my Midas. And therefore, you see now a Gavaldika thing. That until now, you could have thought that Tikkun Amidus is a Maile Ba'alma. A good God could Midas per se. If I don't have good Midas, then you. And you don't think that your Midas affects the way you learn. Because I learning's in the Seichel. I can be a Mushras and I can learn good. But you see now that it could be on a certain level you're right. But if you want to get to the Oymek of Torah, and your Midas are not Matukah, you can never get there. You can never get to what your chalik in Torah is, unless you're midas on the tukun. That's a completely different way of seeing why you need tukun and midas. Unless you're on your midas, so then your life will be constant, a constant series of events of megale, the tzad, which is not the Ratzon Hashem, and is not you. If you're on your midas, the exact opposite will occur. Um, so, I'm just happy to say that I'm offering a $300,000 tukun and midas course. Anyone interested? That's that's uh, that's that's our, something to to think about where our Torah Miti lies. Practically speaking, it's, it needs a lot more thought until we can turn it into something which is a stick. But uh, at least it's as challah. The the point I want to just as an agav, uh, we've been working on for this the last three four weeks on what our Torah Miti means and our Miti means, and all we've been doing is been trying to trying to get chat in three lines of message story. But you see that when you work on the suga, the suga becomes alive. People have no idea how to learn Sifre Musa. They read through this and they, at the best, they sing it out. And then they go weiter. But they don't understand what's underneath the surface. As the Ramchal says in the back, that you have to find yourself in the Sefer Musa. So we're going deeper and deeper. But the way the purish on the Sefer Musa is your life. And the tragedy is that if you don't access this, so then you left deeply lacking in terms of a huge component of what it has to give you. So it's something to, as a side, what we're doing is we're doing, you're right, we're working on what is, what does it mean Bechir, and what does it mean making a decision, and how do you make a decision, how do you evaluate the decision is right or wrong. But ultimately we're also learning up these three lines in Mr. Trump, because that's where it lies. But as you go deeper, then you see there's this incredible dialogue between myself and the Sefer, and I'm saying this, and then he says this back to me, and then I say this back to him. And that's where you have to think about how to learn the Sefer Musa. The end. Yeah. <laughs> 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 <laughs>